Nexters. What's up? It's Lisa, and you're listening to What's Next with Lisa. Today is August 10th, 2020. Welcome to episode 26. And I just have to say before we get started, I actually, it's it's crazy for me to believe that it's the second week of August already. It's insane to me how fast this year has gone, but also how painfully slow it's gone as well. But in any event, welcome to it, episode 26, August 10th, 2020. Um, I hope you guys all had a wonderful weekend. I can tell you why I'm a little late to posting this morning. I had a wonderful weekend. We had some friends in town. We were out on the river and the weather was beautiful. And by the time we got home last night, I was beat. So I am recording to you this morning and I will post this live as soon as I'm done. Also, you can check out my Instagram page at What's Next with Lisa. If you're looking for updates about show topics and things like that, I post that on my Instagram and Twitter. And today, let's let's start to get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about a concept that I definitely hear a lot about, and it's one that I've struggled with, I mean, I would say both personally and professionally over the years, and that concept is forgiveness. And, you know, there's an idea floating around that in order to move forward after somebody's wronged you, inflicted pain, or even trauma that you have to forgive them. And I have to tell you, I've always had a really hard time wrapping my head around this concept. And, you know, it felt like, I guess, forgiveness meant that you were saying you could invite them back in and that you were having mercy and you felt bad for them. And I always thought, well, wait a minute, what about me? So it just never really resonated with me. And, you know, I can tell you on a personal level, I grew up with a dad that was not a great guy and inflicted a lot of pain and hurt and confusion that affected me right into adulthood. And so forgiveness is definitely something that I've struggled with over the years regarding how do I give that? How do I move forward? How do I let this anger go? And you know, it's not even just my dad, it's terrible breakups or people that hurt you, friends, loved ones, you know, the whole nine yards. And so I've sort of developed my own way of looking at this and I've taken a lot of um, ideas from other people, from other therapists, and I've sort of mixed them all into one in order to find something that worked for me. And I've defined forgiveness as, you know, moving forward in a way that not only worked for me, but helped me to feel better and grow. And so I'm going to be sharing that with you. I'm going to be sharing what it means how to do it, and hopefully um, get you using it in your own lives so you can start to move forward. But before we do that, let's get right over to the official What's Next question and answer. Hey, what's next? Okay, empty nexters. So in the last episode, I talked about how to emotionally reconnect to yourself after an emotional derailment, usually something like a relationship where we get out of these relationships and we think, I don't even know who I am anymore. My identity has been so wrapped up in this person or trying to save this relationship. And so it's something that Um, is a process and it takes a lot of self-compassion, a lot of self-awareness and a bit of discipline. And that's what I talked about in the last episode. And so this is a question that I get a lot and thought that I would share with everybody. And the question is this, Lisa, 
I've been working on finding myself again after a really rough divorce. I feel like some days I'm getting there and other days out of nowhere, I just feel sad and angry and go back to my bad habits of not taking care of myself. How can I avoid that and start to feel better all of the time? Okay, so a really good question. And, you know, growth and progress isn't always linear, especially after a really rough divorce. There's a lot of emotions, um, good ones and bad ones, and they can be confusing. So first and foremost, I want you wrapping your mind around the fact that good and bad feelings and good and bad days can coexist. And just because you have a bad day or you have a wave of anger that just hits you out of nowhere, I don't want you to go to that catastrophic place of, well, all my progress is lost and I can't have a good afternoon if I've had a really crappy morning. They can coexist. That being said though, when the bad feelings hit, that means that there's some work to do and that means that there's some unresolved emotional business. And so a couple of things I want you to ask yourself is, you know, make sure that you're not trying to find the person you were before the relationship and make sure you're getting to know the person you are now and really understanding that person and learning how to accept that person. Because a lot of times we go back to say, I really loved who I was before I was in this relationship. I'm going to get back to that person. But the truth is, is you're not the same person. You've been through an event that's extremely emotional and intense. And it's something to, you've got to sort of re-get to know yourself. So when you're having bouts of anger or sadness or even really good days, I want you to try to sit with those feelings and understand them and really get to know yourself again. See what they mean. See what you're needing, how you need to love yourself, how you need to take care of yourself, what needs to be resolved. And so keep that in mind. And I think that when those bad days hit, if you can come from a place of what does this mean for me and who am I now and why am I feeling this way? It gives you an opportunity to relearn who you are and now that you're out of this relationship. So don't go searching for the person you were before. You're not the same person and that's okay. You might even be better, which I'm sure you are. So if you guys have questions, email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. I want to know your questions, your feedback. Let me know if you want a show topic, um, something that you are needing some support with. I'm happy to do an episode. So let me know. Um, but let's get into today's topic. And like I said in the intro, it's definitely one that I've always had a really hard time with, and that's forgiveness. For whatever reason, my brain, I just can't get into the word forgiveness. I don't know what it is, uh, but I also understand definitely the importance of it, letting go of the anger. And that anger, if you're holding on to it, it only keeps you stuck. And so the term that I love that I replace with forgiveness is acceptance. And when I say that you accept something, you don't say that it's okay, but you accept what happened and you drop the need for a different outcome. And so what I mean by that is you're not saying, hey, I'm going to have softness and empathy toward this person that hurt me. I'm going to have softness and empathy toward myself. I'm going to accept what happened and not try to change this outcome. I'm going to maybe blame somebody, but then take accountability and say, I'm 100% responsible for what I do with this. And don't get me wrong, 
feeling wronged or hurt and traumatized are all really powerful emotions. And the thing that I want you remembering is that you cannot sweep them under the rug and then expect to heal. So you can't just avoid things and then expect to heal. And I want to remind you all that it's really normal to feel like the pain will never end and to not know what to do and to be confused and hurt and angry and to feel stuck in whatever has happened to you. And that's where the idea of forgiveness comes from. It comes from saying, you know, the theory of forgiveness is saying my staying angry and staying stuck in this place of trauma is only hurting me. And so I need to forgive this other person in order for me to move forward, which um, a lot of people can identify with. And I, I just don't. So I say I need to accept what happened. I need to drop the need for a different outcome. And rather than putting my focus on this person that did this to me, I'm going to turn my softness and empathy back to myself. And, you know, a lot of times we expect the other person to give us that healing or closure, uh, or we wait for an apology, or we wait for them to say, yes, I was wrong. That's a really dangerous place to be because unless they all of a sudden are really interested in taking care of your feelings all of a sudden and taking care of you, it's only going to make it worse waiting on them to make this better for you. And so if you're able to accept what happened, drop the need for a different outcome, you are able to give yourself that closure. You're able to move forward on your own with empowerment, knowing that what they did was not okay but not waiting on them to fix this. You're dropping that need for a different outcome and saying, this is what happened. Here's the work I need to do for me. It's not about that person. It's about me healing. And your job is to feel everything. Everything that's going to come and go. All the bad stuff, even if there's some good stuff, it's okay to feel that too. Because denying those feelings is gonna make it worse. Your job is to validate yourself and to meet yourself with compassion and love and accepting that this was not okay, but actively choosing better for yourself moving forward. That's how you get your closure. That's actively, that's actively giving yourself closure because it puts the focus on your healing and saying, this is not acceptable to me. That's the only closure you need. I hear a lot of people say, well, he cheated on me, but I need closure. That's your closure. I mean, that's not acceptable. In my world, that's a non-negotiable and that's just not okay. So there's your closure. And I know that a lot of times we're inclined to go back and say, but what were you thinking? Explain it to me. I need to know. The only thing you need to know is you're worthy of better than what you were given. And this was a really hard lesson I learned when I was trying to heal from a lot of my childhood stuff with my, my biological dad is that, you know, a lot of, I had a lot of questions. Why? Why did he have kids? Why did he want to be a dad? I'm using air quotes with dad. You know, why did he behave this way? Why didn't he give me better? I had all of these questions that odds are I knew I was never going to get the answer to. And so waiting for him to tell me he was sorry or to tell me that he knew that was wrong, it kept me stuck in this 
terrible cycle of low self-esteem and seeking validation in relationships. And I had to get accountable for my own life. I had to say, this is what happened. Cannot change it. It's not okay what happened, but it's definitely not okay for me to stay stuck waiting for him to make it better. I had to empower myself to make it better and give myself that closure. Set a boundary. Love myself. Love the little girl within me that was hurting so badly. And yeah, in a perfect world, would I want to get that from him to hear that he knew it was wrong, how he, what, how he attempted to interact with me? Yeah, I guess. But it's, it's kind of funny for me to even say this out loud because just hearing the words, I, I've put so much work into myself and having my own sense of closure and empowerment moving forward. I think to myself, I don't need him to say anything because I know what he did was wrong. And I know that I'm worthy of better now, but that was work and love that I had to give myself. And so it's just kind of funny for me to hear the words out loud because I've put a lot of work into it over the last 10 years or so. And yeah, I mean, there are times I still think about him and wish that things were different. But at the same time, I'm so connected to my worth and what I'm worthy of now that I don't need him to do anything really other than hopefully do better for himself. And it's taken a lot of years, but that empathy and mercy that we tend to equate with that word forgiveness, I definitely think that I have a little bit of empathy for how he chooses to live his life. It's unfortunate, but it took me a really long time to get there. It doesn't happen overnight. And so if you're in the beginning stages of needing to let go of some anger and hurt, start with acceptance. Start with accepting that what happened to you was not your fault and not okay, but dropping the need for a different outcome takes you out of that holding pattern of waiting for them to do something and puts you in the driver's seat of your own healing. And so start there. And I think you'd be surprised as the years go on, once you heal, you know, you, you really do start to look at some people and feel bad for how they choose to live their lives. And that's because you're in such a better place in your own space and in your own life. Now, that being said, that's a lot of years of work for me. And I still have some exes that wronged me that I have zero empathy for. They made their choices. But I'm not stuck angry. I've moved forward and I've learned about myself and I've learned how to grow through all of those experiences. And so start with forgive or excuse me, start with acceptance and then see if that forgiveness kind of creeps in after a while. I don't know that I've ever really forgiven my dad, but I think that, you know, and as the evolution of my healing has gone on and I've given myself the love that I needed. I think that, number one, I've definitely accepted what he did. I've definitely stopped needing him to do anything to fix it. And I think the very last thing is I do have empathy um, for how he chooses to live his life. But forgiveness? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not stuck angry, right? I'm not in this holding pattern of being stuck. So, you know, I think it's a very individual thing for everybody. And your path is going to be different than mine, but I just wanted to share a little bit of my story to see if that resonated with any any of you and, and hope that that helps. So remember that accepting that something was not okay, but actively choosing better for yourself 
it puts you in the driver's seat of your healing and growth. And it's not what they did to you. It's how you're going to grow from this. And don't forget, we can blame people for a lot of things. That's okay. But you're 100% responsible for what you do with it. And you just can't deny your feelings. Don't sweep them under the rug. You've got to feel everything. Give yourself the love and closure that you need. Sit with your feelings and try to understand them and give yourself the forgiveness that you need, right? So if you're in a situation where you're mad at yourself for getting involved with a certain person or not doing something differently, I want you to forgive yourself first and foremost. That's so important to do. And so sometimes the forgiveness just needs to be a little bit closer to home and it needs to be for you. And, you know, if you can't give empathy or mercy to somebody that hurt you, please make sure you're giving it to yourself and let this evolve. It's not like it's just a choice you make overnight and then all of a sudden you move forward. This is a process and it's a process of, first of all, accepting. Second of all, getting in touch with yourself and connecting with yourself with a strong enough connection to let yourself feel and understand what you're feeling. So acceptance first. Forgiveness comes, I think, when you least expect it, if it does at all. And again, you're going to hear a lot of different theories on this. This is just what's worked for me and how I try to guide my folks in private practice because I feel like it gives you a lot more ownership over the process and it's way more about you than it is about them. And so I hope that helps, guys. If you need to start accepting some things in your life and giving yourself some love and closure, start today. It's okay. Start today and give yourself the love and acceptance that you need first. If you guys have questions or want me to expand on anything we've talked about here, email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. And don't forget, today is a perfect day to ask yourselves what's next. See ya.